The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. I put on heels one day and I got in the elevator with Hadley and I went, oh, I'm the same height as you now. And she said, come, come and give me a real hug, man. And then she gave me a hug and she said, nah, not the same. Not I like it when, you, when you're lower. <laughs> my, cute, my cute little mother. My cute mom. I'll hug you and squeeze you and call you mom. I know. Broadcasting to the world from inside her closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. All right, I think we need a drum roll. We need a drum roll, Chris, because this week, holy crap, we broke through the 100,000 download mark of this little episode. No, not episode of this podcast that you and I do from your bathroom in my closet. (laughs) The the little podcast that could. Yeah, we we, that. And listen, that's 100,000 downloads. That has nothing to do with the streaming numbers. Right. We're talking. I mean, there are people that listen to this podcast from, say, Spotify or iTunes and never actually download the entire podcast. They just stream it through their phone. That's a whole other story. So, oh, my God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Forget about the whole hundred thousand. That's phenomenal. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Obviously, there are nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety eight other smart people out there besides you and me. Um, but yeah, think about the ones that just listen from the platform and never actually download the podcast. So that, that we're I talking. I did not yeah. realize that stat thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's even more impact. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, you know, that's why I do what I do when Chris got, just got roped into it because. It started as a, a job and it, it was, it was uh, our, our, my boss who said to me, you know, you need to come into my office and meet. Miss Phillipson and I said, sure, great. You know, grabbed my little pad and my little pencil and ran in there thinking, yeah. okay, we're going to have a creative meeting about a brand new podcast. And we had the opportunity to meet and we obviously hit it off because you're incredible. And this is, this is what it's turned into. It's turned into, uh, I would say, a very successful, informative, wonderful podcast. And I mean, it's nice to get a personality and someone of, of, your, of your ilk, of your uh, brilliance out there for others to enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being you. I know. This this just turned into a whole lot of... I know. I know. I'm blushing in my closet. (laughs) That's too much. I'll I'll, I'll just blame it on like, you know, one of my sort of semi-hot flash or hot waves or whatever. But yeah, no, I'm totally blushing. Congratulations, Leanne. Yeah, uh, it's a hundred. Congratulations, us. On our way to a million. Yep, 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 yep. Thank you to Mike Bendixson kind of our boss yep. who for for pushing this through because this podcast is one of Bell Media's first. What are we talking about this week? So this week we're going to talk about some energy. 
different kinds of energy. There are different kinds of energy. <laughs> there are different kinds okay. of energy. And I think we're going to talk about one of your favorites. Well, and probably mine okay. as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, stay tuned. There's lots to come. All right. So energy is defined in the dictionary as strength and vitality required for sustained physical or mental activity. I don't think we give that mental piece enough credibility or enough attention. Well, that's the definition of what everything that has to do with health, of course. Energy can feel like seeing an oasis in a desert at times where you just wish you could get there. You could feel it. You could experience it and live it. And man, your life could end up being all singing, all dancing if you just had more energy. Now, there are different types of energy. There's the physical energy that you need to run fast or just kind of get through your day. Then there's also the energy that you feel that's not necessarily about the mitochondria of your cells. You know, those hundreds of little factories in your cells that turn food and oxygen into energy. But the energy that you feel, that spidey sense, those vibes that you pick up around, I don't know, something or from someone else, the goosebumps, the raised hairs on your arms, that's another kind of energy. When you feel overcome with an emotion, that's also energy. And those emotions can positively or negatively impact your health. I get asked all the time, how do I feel good every day all day without that sluggish, trying to kind of walk through muddy water, feeling like it makes life less than it could be if you felt like you were just running all, on all cylinders and you could just go. You wake up, you hit the gas pedal, and then you crash at the end of the day feeling fulfilled, right? It's a different vibe, it right? Is. Yeah, I wake up like a five-liter Mustang, but I go to bed like a two-liter Pinto. I, yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah. A lot happens from from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. <laughs> it does. It does. And I don't I, sometimes I stop myself and think, how did we get here to this insane pace of life and the need of energy on every single level that we happen to, you know, happen to need these days? And sure, we've just lived through a pandemic and some people were even more exhausted at that time. But that was a lot to do with that emotional energy. So I'm going to try and kind of differentiate them a little bit because there's those times when you are crashing, right? When you just want to curl up and you want to have a nap and you just, but you can't, you can't, you just got to push through because you got to get to the end of the day. You got to get that presentation done. You got to get the kids out. You got to, whatever it happens to be, what can you do then? How can you cross the finish line when your tank is empty? Energy comes at us in a bunch of different ways. And today on Eat This with Leanne, I'm going to enlighten you on physical energy, how you can quickly boost that, but also the non-physical energy. What does that do for you? And touch on how all of this affects your sexual energy, because who doesn't want to know a lot more about that? So there's the whole Krebs cycle, the ADP that turns to ATP and how your body makes energy. Oxygen is needed. So why don't you just go and take a nice deep breath right now and focus on that breath. <sighs> yep, Chris is louder on the deep breaths. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
and laughter creates a whole other breath and energy too, right? Do you feel more energized after you laugh? Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. Yep. You don't, you don't feel exhausted after that, do you? No. So I want you to start noticing all the things that not only make you feel expansive in your energy, so you have more energy, but also drain your energy. Now, as you just took that breath, you allowed your body to make more energy. Now, when I do my initial intake with my clients, I ask, how, how is their energy throughout the day? Because it can tie back to what's going on. So for instance, if you don't jump out of bed in the morning and you hit the snooze button, you're feeling foggy, your eyes are half open on the way to the coffee machine, well, that can be your liver not having detoxified overnight or the fact that your blood sugar crashed because your couch snacks from the night before were carb rich. And when you just had those super refined carbs or pop or whatever is is high in sugar and refined, then overnight you've completely crashed while you've been sleeping and you haven't recovered. If your energy crashes after lunch, super common, then it can maybe be from what you ate at lunchtime or what you did or didn't eat at breakfast or even mid-morning. There's a flow to blood sugar balance that's directly related to how you feel and your energy. When you eat something that's sugary or white or refined from a box, that drink, that can of pop, that that you just think, oh, it's going to save all my problems, or the coffee machine, the tea, whatever it happens to be that you think is going to, maybe it's even that chocolate bar where you just, you're craving it because you just want sugar. You know, yesterday or last week or when you were a kid, eating that food gave you the lift. Well, all of that is super short-lived. And you're worse off after the fact when you crash it's kind of like hitting the flat of a downhill after the downhill of the roller coaster. You know, when you come down and then you kind of like, whoo, you got a couple of minutes to, or seconds even to, to catch your breath. Well, that when you get down to the bottom of the roller coaster is where you end up after, oh my gosh, I just got a hot, enough of a high to get me through something. Or you feel like your coffee starting to wear off. For some people having a sandwich at lunch, the carbs and the gluten really sends them to almost like coma status, where just as you cannot crawl into your desk fast enough, or if you're still working from home, you're just like, oh, the bed's only five steps away and it's calling my name, right? (laughs) Now, I want you to notice the next time that you feel that way. Now, if you had a massive green salad with some arugula, some baby kale, some spinach, some red and orange peppers, some leftover sweet potato from the night before, some grated carrots and beets, so you need to top this whole huge bowl of salad off with some almonds, some walnuts, maybe some hemp seeds, sunflower seeds, and pumpkin seeds, then just on the side, you maybe have some fish or an egg for some protein. Compare that to the 12-inch meatball sub, mm, right? Because yeah. that's your because that's your go-to. So when you go and have a salad like what I've just described, it just feels different. You're going to feel different. But I can tell you that, but I know that you actually need to experience it. And I'm really not kidding. The fiber from all those vegetables really keep you going. The protein, well, that helps you uh, have 
helps the energy from the food last longer. And all those antioxidants from all those colorful veggies and the beets, how that deals with the nitric oxide and the balance of oxygen, protect your cells where those little mitochondria, little energy production centers live. So you can't actually silo this energy into specific areas. It's pretty global across everything. Any information and details expressed during this podcast can be found at SproutRight.com or LeannePhillipson.com. Now, for fast physical energy, there's a short game and then there's also a long game here. The long game is truly ditching the sugar and the processed food. I know, I know that I say it a lot and you just think, oh, can you can you come up with something else for me here? But truly, it's foundational and we just can't get away from it ever. If you need to ditch the sugar, and truthfully, this is something that you want to do, Chris, our number one listen to podcast from our loyal listeners was Sugar Berry from episode seven, Is Sugar Evil? It is the largest. The, the numbers for it are over and above everything else. So there are people out there. I've even, I even know of some loyal listeners that got his book. I love me more than sugar and have followed it and become sugar-free, not for a day, not for a week, not for a month, but for multiple months. So we know that it can be done. Barry's done it for what, probably nine years now. And that, and he feels like a million dollars every single day from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to sleep. So let's talk a little bit about the energy that you feel, more of that spidey sense and that emotional energy. Now, we've heard Dr. B say in a few of his episodes that, Chris, that's blown your mind, hasn't it? How your emotions affect your health and yeah. also your ener- your energy. It is just another aspect that I think we can't ignore anymore, because if you're in a constant state of fear, Or if you're constantly angry, maybe at your partner or at your kids or that you dread going to work every day or, you know, wherever your work is and you live for the weekends, your energy is actually used up with all of those emotions. Yeah, he seemed angry. Frothy. And kind of bloated, right? Mm, Maybe he's dehydrated. The stress burnout and the HPA axis dysregulation that we talked to with Dr. Christine Matheson in episode 72, well, we know it's real. And so many of us are right now, right there, right now with this burnout situation where you're just truthfully pooped and you don't know how to get, get itself back, get yourself, and you don't know how to get yourself back to a place where you feel good. Now, while I've been hyper-focused on my daughter of late over the past however many months with all of her mental health challenges, my energy somehow has been stable and super-focused. I'm just going to say that there is not once that I have had an alcoholic drink during all of this stress that we've been going through because I just can't. I've got to be on my game and I've got to have energy and that is not for me a place that I go to. So while I've been in this hugely stressed state, my body actually talks to me in a different way. So it doesn't necessarily make me kind of go to bed just because I'm tired. I actually get a migraine. 
And that is the place. That's where I get get to where I have to crash and I have to sleep. And then my energy becomes restored because I can go, 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 go. And then wallop, a migraine comes along and nothing's stopping it. It's like a speed train to you tried, lady but no more. And all the kale, all the good stuff that I have been doing, all the good food that I've been been eating has kept me going to a point. And then there's a breaking point, like the straw that broke the camel's back. Happens to all of us. It can't be. That can't be healthy, though, that you go, go, go until a migraine comes on. That's like me. Go, go, go until my uh, somebody comes over and kicks me in the gonads. Right. It's like, go, go, go. All right. You're done. Yep. That doesn't sound yep. healthy to me. No, and it's not. But life throws us curveballs and situations. You've dealt with, you know, with issues with your kids too, yeah. where you just have to be on your game. But from an energetic standpoint, and when I say you have to be on your game, I mean, it's in my case with everything that's been going on, my, what I have focused on is not trying to fix anything because right. that's another energy sucker but to just bring it back to me, how am I showing up for myself? And as you said, the go, 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 while I need to be hypersensitive, hypervigilant, watching everything. And that's just how I've dealt with the mental health challenges and things with my daughter. I do have to take that time and know that I am not responsible for her choices. Mm -hmm. This is her journey and this is her life. So there's like a, almost one of the DBT um, principles that I learned in a parenting um, dysregulation, emotional dysregulation course is called radical acceptance. And it was the most freeing thing energetically, just to bring it back to the energy that Mm -hmm. I experienced by just accepting that this is where we are. We are here for whatever reason, and I can't change it and I can't fix it. And if I don't just come back to myself, come back to looking at how am I, you know, after the second or third migraine, that was the kind of kick in the gonads, as you said, Chris, (laughs) then, you know, then, and I'm not listening to that, that becomes a problem. That's when people end up end up saying, oh yeah, I didn't know the signs until I ended up in the hospital or ended up with a heart attack or those kind of things. Because not only are you physically drained, are your cells and the mitochondria going, I just can't keep up anymore. But the emotions have also layered on top of that. So it's it, it really is. We've got to look at both situations. And that's why I'm bringing this up here. I talk about nutrients. I talk about all the B vitamins and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But we also need to look at ourselves and what we're outputting on an energetic level. You have reached. Yeah, you've reached a certain level of awareness that um, that allows you not to have to tap into your energy reserves to deal with certain stressful situations. And you can reserve that energy for later or for something else. Mm -hmm. Right. And that that's something I know I haven't mastered. I know that for a fact. Um, And I'm sure tons of people out there haven't either. And no. we, we are so wrapped up in our own worlds that we forget the most important piece of it, uh, the, 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 the engine that drives our worlds, and that's ourselves. That's right. Well said.
Very well said. Yeah. Yeah. Giving too much of ourselves, as Chris said, that constant thinking, right? That how can I do this? What am I doing? You know, and I've been there and I've done it. And that's when I get smacked between the eyeballs, literally with a migraine, that constant doing and not taking a moment to stop and breathe affects our energy on every level. Now, I mentioned uh, the sexual energy off the top a little bit, and there's two parts to this. So we've got the physical energy, right? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say there's the male parts and the female parts. And well, we also a- know that there's the male parts and the female parts, and the female can have, have do things with the female, and the male can do things with the male. So it's all, <laughs> right? Equal opportunities all around. There's my grade six education coming out again. Is there's a flower and there's a bee and the bee pollinates the flower. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Where were you going there? The energy. energy. Let's do. (laughs) You are so funny, my friend. Oh, my God. You make me laugh. Okay, so there's the having the physical energy for the physical act of lovemaking and how your muscles, your legs, your arms, your abdomen, and just all that stamina that you need to have sex, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's the energy that you feel between yourself and your partner. And while I'm talking about sexual energy, this also falls into how you feel when you're with a particular person. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you're going to, you know, end up having sex with a particular person. It could be a friend. It could be, you know, a friend of the same sex or the opposite sex. And yet when you're with that person, you feel attracted to them. You feel different as you do to when you're with others. There's an energy and a connection there. And, you know, you feel good with that person. And then if you can notice it, that when you're with like another type of person, it feels like you've been drained, like by a vampire taking your blood. There's just these energy suckers that are also out there. What is that all about? Because that also comes down to energy. And again, we're talking about the cells and the physical, but this is like what you just, you kind of can't put your finger on it. You can't say, yes, this is it, because it's all such an individual feeling sensation that you've got going on. And you can't necessarily, so you just say, I really like that person, or I really like being with that person, or I'm attracted to that person, and not necessarily in a sexual way, but you just are. You kind of just click or you get on. And we all have those people in our lives, both the suckers and the people that give you energy. Now, then there's also a situation where there are people who are called highly sensitive people, and that's shortened to HSP. I'm sorry for getting so emotional. You can Google it. You can look it up and see if you can identify. I remember listening to, I think it was a podcast or a YouTube, um, YouTube recording, and I just thought, wow, that speaks to me as a highly sensitive person, but also with everything that's been going on with, with my daughter, she is absolutely a highly sensitive person. She will pick up with her spidey sense and feel energy from other people. And she just, it just changes her. And I know that. I always remember when she was much younger, she didn't like going on the subway. When we got on the subway, she would really just sort of be in me. She would just be as close as she possibly could. And it took me a little while to figure out that "Mm, there are a lot of people on this subway. And if you think about it, as you step into a space where there's a lot of people, 
there can be a lot of energy suckers in there too, and they just feel off. So to a highly sensitive person, then this really takes the whole energy situation to another level. So the sensitivity can be there to even global energy, like all the fear and the uncertainty that we felt during the pandemic. Then there's the different energy of like the moon cycles. So a full moon or a super moon or an eclipse or a new moon. And if you actually start to pay attention to maybe your crummy sleep that you think, oh, that actually happened around a full moon, for instance. Well, that's actually what happens to me. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Sometimes after the fact, I think, why am I not sleeping? Well, I'm taking my magnesium, doing my melatonin. I didn't have coffee. I didn't have tea. I didn't have anything that would have kept me up. And yet I just, I'm not sleeping. And then all of a sudden I see a post somewhere that says full moon, eclipse, super moon, whatever. And I think, oh, okay. But it took me a while to figure out that there's actually a correlation. So this is the energy, like I said, that you can't quite put your finger on and needs different kind of, kind of attention to just taking more B vitamins, for instance. Now I mentioned taking a deep, breath earlier. So let's actually properly do that right now. As you are sitting, wherever you are, you can also do this while you're driving. Just don't close your eyes. I want you to just focus for a second on the air that's going in your nostrils. You just feel it. If you can really just focus in on there, Chris, you do this while I'm talking. As you're inhaling, the, the air is going in and it's filling your lungs. Then when you think about your, your belly or your ribs and they're expanding, just hold it there for a second or two and then slowly let it out. But stay in the moment and, and sort of almost visualize and see it coming out of your nostrils. When you can do that and be in the moment, maybe while I'm not talking at you, then, um, then I, for instance, often, often feel way more grounded and that's all it takes is one to three breaths when you're maybe energetically feeling squirrely or wobbly or you're just like, yeah, I'm not quite sure what to do right now. Just take a breath because it can be such a grounding thing for your, for your body and for your mind. Like you're almost, almost on solid footing. In the morning, I often ground myself and my energy Maybe it's by meditating. That's a great way to just get yourself back into the moment. But I also, as I get out of bed, I imagine tree roots coming from my feet, like I'm a tree. So like my legs are the tree trunks, and then I've got roots coming from the bottom of my feet that are going into the ground. And now I live on the 22nd floor. So, you know, you got to have a little bit of mental imagery going on there to just kind of get into the ground, to get into Mother Earth through the dirt through the layers of rocks and water and right down to the to the core of the earth visually and not everybody can do this visually i can do that i can hook myself and ground myself because my imagination is pretty powerful now when when i feel grounded to the earth things are just not so crazy no matter what's going on and this is what we're talking about chris is with when you're in a stressful situation that you have absolutely no control over it's not yours this is where you have to bring it back to and for some people if you can't imagine that maybe you need to go for a walk just in the backyard or find somewhere where you take your shoes off and you walk in the grass maybe you also can just go and do some gardening or go for a walk and notice the birds the animals whatever that looks like or even just an annoying fly flying past you bring yourself back to the moment and your focus can be right there it helps you collect your energy back into yourself and when you do that even for the most sensitive of people you can find yourself just back in the moment 
And that's the energy that you need that you need when you're in the moment with your partner or by yourself, maybe when you come close to an orgasm. All that sexual energy is not mustered up from the green beans that you had last night or the kale or the beets or whatever. No, it's in you. It's there. And rather than thinking about the shopping list or the to-do list, just being in the moment and harnessing that sexual energy and allow yourself to feel all that you do in the moment. Who does not want to experience that? You can't get that from a can of pop. You can't get it from anything else other than you, yourself, and you. Okay, so can I ask you a small personal question? Yes. When I am in that moment. Yes. I often get a Charlie horse. <laughs> in the Okay. And so the most In the moment, so I understand. In, yeah, so the most in at the most inopportune opportune moments. Yes. To go from uh, you know, ecstasy to pain. Absolutely. Instantly. Pain. Yep. And <laughs> So, at, so, okay. So we're going to take it away from the emotional quickly here. Uh, yes. why is that happening? Why am I suddenly getting a Charlie horse? I, I almost never get them otherwise. Ever. No, just nope. in that. There's moment. so many people that are going to relate. Really? So uh, many people that so are going to relate. I, I, I know it. Everyone yep. tells it's me it's happened to me too. Eat yep. more, eat more bananas. It's potassium that I'm missing. Is that true? Mm, not quite. First no. of all, it's breath. Okay. Breath? Oh, well, there's plenty of oxygen. breath happening. Yeah. Oxygen. No, but the speed at which. Oh. Is it shallow breathing? Yes. Is it deep, deep breathing? Right? Well, okay. So number yeah. one, you're almost sort of in a hyperventilation sort of situation there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, yeah. you're, you're overcome and, and you're trying to hold on to that feeling, but you can still hold on to that feeling if you're breathing. Okay. Right. So first of all, breath, take a deeper breath okay. in that moment. Or if you sort of feel that little twinge coming, think, oh, here I am again. Okay. So breathe. That's the number one thing. Number two, we're talking muscles and that's magnesium, right? Oh. So way more magnesium first. You're also probably in a slightly more acidic state. So that comes back to the long game that I'm talking about here, right. okay. where you're eating all the vegetables, all the things. It's not just like, okay, babe, I just ate a bunch of beets. Let's have, you know, let's go because that's going to stop me from getting a Charlie horse. It's the long game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Does that help? Yes, absolutely. I don't know how, se right. <laughs> I don't know how sexy it is to say, come on, babe. I just ate a bunch of beets. You know, exactly. Right. Has, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's ever showed up in a Marvin Gaye song, but I, but uh, you never know. It might. It, it might. It, it might. It might. Okay. Well, yeah. that's helpful. I'm sorry to take you away from the emotional energy, but when you started talking no. about the sexual energies, both physical and mental, the first thing that popped into my head was my Charlie horse issue. And I'm thinking, yeah. is that an emotional? It's a physical. Uh, uh, it's symptom, physical. But it's an emo but it, it, it comes from an emotional response. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's and that's the perfect like yin and yang to the emotional side, because you're in the moment and right. you're not thinking about, oh, my God, I got to going to get a Charlie horse. Of course not. But you're also not really thinking about breathing. <laughs> right. You're not, not. You're, you're not. It's just happening. You're right. It's just happening. It's Absolutely. unfolding. Yeah. 
surrendering. Just give a bit of thought to the breath and see what happens. Okay, now listeners, I'm going to charge you with this one too. So if the breathing does help, and truthfully, the breathing will bring on a whole other level of orgasm if you can get to that place too right? Rather than the hyperventilating type of thing, you got to let go, you got to surrender and you got to breathe. 30 minutes into this podcast. And that's the, then, and there's a great piece of information. (laughs) That's it. I mean, there we go. There's been lots up to this point, but there's the highlight, man. (laughs) Yep. And how simple is that? You don't need anything. You just need yourself. That's what I'm trying to say here is that all of this that I'm talking about this energy, right? Like how can you harness that? Like I said, you can't get that from a can of anything. Yeah, yeah my wife, right? my wife says that to me you. all the time. Uh, she says, you don't need anything. You just need yourself. Leave me, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kaboom that happens is a whole other discussion. Go, so, yeah. Go, go eat your stupid beets. I got a headache. <laughs> <laughs> So let's take it back to the physical. What happens if you actually just need a boost? Like you just, I gotta get through this. What am I gonna do? Okay, so number one is no, and I know you like this one, Chris. Red Bull does not give you wings, <laughs> but, but water can. Now, hydration is the number one way to boost your energy and fast without the sugar, without the increased heart rate from the fizzy can of jet fuel, Go and drink an eight ounce glass of water and wait 10 minutes because actually that's how long you have to wait for the Red Bull to kick in to hit your cells. That sugar, the caffeine, and I'm just using Red Bull. Don't love it at all, but I'm using it because it has that that combination of sugar and caffeine, which scares me. And the taurine in it, by the way, is just marketing. It doesn't really do too much for you. Now, that's the first thing that you can do. What I'm talking about here is the short game right? The long game would be something like every morning when you have your nice hot shower, then then turn it on to cold and give yourself a blast. That gives your energy and your cells just like a and wakes you up. So that's more long game. Right now I'm talking about the hydration and the water. It can be cold, but it doesn't necessarily need to be. Just go and drink the whole thing of water and, and wait and see. Now, I take a shot of B vitamins. The B vitamins are are, what's needed the most for energy production. So every day, every morning, I have my kid boost along with my Alka-C, religious with this. And then I add in that liposome B complex liquid that you'll find on SproutRight.com. Those B vitamins in an absorbable way just getting them into you can make a huge difference. Truthfully, I I really put this combination, this trio here, down to how I managed to get through everything. Now, also, you can pop some magnesium. Now, we talked about that for Chris and his Charlie horse. Uh, the magnesium bisglycinate, which you'll find on spreadright.com. Actually, as I was uh, making my notes, I actually stood up and I went and I got <laughs> two pills of magnesium because I was sort of, you know, I didn't sleep well last night. So, so this morning and today, I'm just not quite on my game. So, I thought, right, magnesium. So, I actually don't normally take magnesium at bedtime, but if I need more energy, I take it in the morning. Now, if you do feel I just need an energy drink, well, 
the other day I was walking down to the lake doing my usual walk. And there were these two guys stay, two young guys standing there with all the, you know, baseball hat on with the guru written on the top and all that kind of stuff. And they were like, Hey, do you want to try some kind of energy drink? Now this isn't a plug for the product, but I just thought how interesting that I'm walking past some coolers with these energy drinks in them. And this happens to be an organic energy drink. So guess what I did first? I said, Oh, what have you got there? And then I pick it up and then I turned it around and I read the label to see how much sugar. As usual, there was one he said tasted like a, a, a popsicle that had melted. And I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to like this at all. And it had like 14 grams of sugar, which is, you know, close to five, four t- teaspoons of sugar. And it I was like, yeah, no, not at all. And I, but I kept looking. They had four different flavors and I ended up picking up one that has three grams of sugar in it, huh. which is less than a teaspoon. Yeah. And then they sweet. Sweetened it with stevia, which is not to everybody's taste, but um, there was a matcha one and a yerba mate one. And the matcha one tasted less stevia-ish. So I quite like that one. Uh, But I just thought, okay, I'm going to try it. The yerba mate, well, that one contains guarana, which is a natural caffeine. I was actually kind of impressed. And I did think of you, Chris, because I know that you like your Red Bull. And I thought, actually, this could be a much better alternative. Now, some people think I'm just going to go and have, you know, a chocolate bar or I'm going to have like a teaspoon of sugar and that'll give me, you know, a quick fix or the more double double coffee or whatever it is. Again, it's like it's a short game fix, but you're going to feel terrible afterwards. And on the flip side of that, like just try the water, do the B vitamins, try out the magnesium. And then if you need something like this drink that I came across, I'm really only talking about it because I just came across it the other day, that could be a better fix for you. Now, the long game, of having enough energy. Can't skirt by that. I want you to eat breakfast if you're kind of all over the place right now. You could move into intermittent fasting, which a lot of people feel great when they do, but not just yet. You need to sort of stabilize things first before you start to stretch from maybe 12 hours of no eating. So from seven until seven, you're not eating to then moving up to uh, you know, eating from t- between 12 and eight, for instance, which would be intermittent fasting. And your blood sugar really responds to that but you got to do the eating first, regular eating and eat the protein in the morning. Protein has to be at breakfast. So that looks like some Greek yogurt, some eggs, some, some whole grain oats, some chia pudding. That's a great recipe in my book. There are so many recipes in my book that you can, um, that you can go to for a really, really great recipe. Now eating regularly and filling your plate with with real foods all day long is essential. The stuff that's in the box, the white stuff, the the chocolate bar, the ice cream, the thing that you just think and you know because you've done it in the past that's going to give you the energy is not. You're going to feel worse on the other end and you're just going to stay in this loop and this cycle over and over and over again. So I hope that the short game information that I've given you, as well as the long game information that I've shared, remember over on leannephillipson.com, I've got some notes there for you on the things and the links that you need to do for both situations. But what I hope that you take away from this, other than the breathing, as Chris said, to, to try and steer away from the Charlie horse, is that we're, we're, we're energetic beings. And while we want to talk about, about get me across the finish line. I've got to, got to, got to finish this. I got to get the kids here. I got to go, go, go. All of that. There's also the emotional piece to this. And the more we understand that, the more balance that we're going to find. 
as always, please reach out. Let me know what you think of all this that I'm talking about, because it's a little bit different to to episodes gone by in the past of those hundred thousand downloads. Can I just say that? Say that again. What's that, like, Leanne? I I didn't. Quite what's hear, that? I didn't quite. Do we have a hundred hundred thousand downloads, oh, Chris? You don't say. I'm sorry. Your mic was uh, it was cutting out there. Could you say it again <laughs> again for me? I didn't. I didn't quite. Hundred over one hundred thousand yes. downloads. Did I say a hundred downloads? Oh my gosh. 100,000 downloads. One hundred with a K on the end of it. I can't believe it. We just blew past that, and it was so exciting. I put all that out on social media, and I think everybody's pretty darn excited for us, Chris. And let me just say, this is a pure collaboration between you and I. I bring the info, and you bring so much to this. Yeah, well, Not only in your editing, but also the laughter and keeping people engaged okay, by listen. everything that you bring you, and your Charlie horse. Yeah, my Charlie horse. You, you being the marketing genius that you are, you should have already thought that I should be the one writing a book of what not to do, while you, yes. have, of course, have your books of what to do. And if they just there we go. buy them as a package deal, a two-for-one deal, they can reference my book to see if they fall yes. in there. And then they're like, uh-oh, I'm in Chris's book. And then they yeah. open your book to fix it. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Now there has to be something in this podcast that you know that someone else needs to hear. So pass it on, really. Like head over to iTunes or, or Spotify or iHeartRadio and rate it so that other people as they're coming across it think, oh, they've got five stars, which we do, by the way. Let's keep it up there. And they think, okay, let me go and listen to this and, and listen to the few laughs that other people have said and leave a comment too. So share, 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 because that's in part of how we've got to where we are right now. So I so appreciate my lovely, loyal listeners. And I know that you like being called that as well, because I get emails of people saying, I'm one of your lovely, loyal listeners. So yes, you are. So thank you for being along today. Reach out on SproutWrite.com, LeannePhillipson.com for more information. You can send me a note there. You can sign up for my weekly uh, healthy love letters that I send out every Friday with a, a bit of a recap on things that are going on out, out in the world and a bit about myself. And of course, please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time. <laughs>